Today we talk Philando Castile, Bill Cosby, Steve Scalise, Liza Schlesinger, Black Kim K, and more on today's Headlines with Headliners. Okay. Okay. I understand what's about to happen right now. Yeah. You understand Headlines with Headliners? Yeah. People get mad because I'm talking money. Oh. Don't you understand that a damn thing funny? Ah. Being broke is a joke that you won't find me funny. And every other time you see me, my so, nose so sick, I stay running. I, I missed a bit. I got. I tried to do too much. Like you let go of the beat right I there. I let go. Well, I was thinking of something real quick. Turn me up in my headphones. Yo, turn Don't you really up. do I it. I just did it myself. You know what I'm saying? I was doing yeah. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I swear to God, I'm still trying. I'm in the building and you know I'm getting it live. I'm with the black Hollywood and I'm getting my shine. I'm in the building and you know that I am like shine. John Polo, I'm rocking that gear. I'm in the motherfucker. Yep, and this is my gear. I got Joy Yell and Teron sitting here. We about to get the show cracking. You know what we do? It's about to go down. Nigga, buckle your shoes or tie them up, lace them, whatever you do. Hey. Did you drop an MF, bro? We cuss on here now. Yeah, but we don't MF. We don't MF. MF is this is, MF thing. is a thing. If it's a lyric, you're good. Oh, if it's a lyric, it's good. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go back to me. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I'm rapping all the headlines today, so. Nigga, nigga, crack. Oh, my God. Cut them off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Welcome to Headlines with Headliners. Beautiful people, thank you for tuning in uh, with me today. I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran, all across the social atmosphere. I am Tehran, even though I am exhausted today. I'm so tired, bro. It is craziness. That sounds like excuses. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. That sounds like an excuse. And I'm Nate Jackson, at Mr. Nate Jackson on all the social media. Check out my website, NateJacksonComedy.com. NateJacksonComedy.com. Whole bunch of dates have just been updated. Somebody hit me and said, your calendar don't got nothing on it. I was like, oh, let me fix that. (laughs) So, uh... Yeah, come to a show. Um, I'm also going to be announcing a show. Aren't you in Germany? Yeah, I'm going to Germany uh, the 29th through the 3rd. Um, It's going to be good times. uh, There's a bunch of people over there that are there for military, but uh, some of them have gotten out, and they are now promoters. So a friend of mine who I met while he was serving in the military at Fort Lewis McCord uh, in Washington State is now stationed there, and he was like, I'm doing this thing, and I want you out here. I was like, let's talk money. <laughs> he talked it, and I'm going to Germany. That's what's up. That's a great look. I actually really respect, especially people who serve and thankful for their service, but the people who serve overseas mm-hmm. and then become acclimated to the places they are and become productive over there. And they have aspirations outside of the military. Mm-hmm. And they start following their dreams and passions outside of the military. And right. it's wonderful to see that. Yeah, and this is cool for him because he was really struggling to balance the two because he was already kind of stepping his toe into promoting, you know, up until 4 in the morning after a club night he was promoted and then having to be at PT for 6.30 is ridiculous. Uh But now he's out and he's doing his thing. Dude speaks like seven languages now because of all the places he's been stationed abroad. Crazy, right? It's good for him. You know, there was a time actually where I considered going into military service. Doing what? Out of high school. No, I really was like I would have went to college – done officer candidacy school and then went into the military because i think there's something noble about the military that we kind of forget nowadays Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to have this vision that military are warmongers they're not they're people who protect and serve our country to the utmost degree who are 
following orders in the name of justice and liberty. And unfortunately, sometimes justice and liberty are brought to you by corporations and political agendas. So is that why you didn't join? No. Actually, I just didn't join once they started telling me all the stuff I'd have to do. That's like, what I was saying. Like, whose orders like, no, are you following? I just Dry. wanted Come to be now. general off the yeah, bat. Like, I thought saying. you go to Officer Cannon School. They realize at two in the morning. how brilliant you are. They'd mm. be like, you, sir, are a military goddamn genius. They have to break you down and rebuild you first. I would have never. I wouldn't have let them. Right. Now you wear a robe every day. It's and now kinda, I just wear a bathrobe every day. I feel like that's definitely contrasting <laughs> like, lifestyles. Ah. Mm-hmm. So what's going on, man? What you got? This- well, I mean, of course, we have shows every Monday and Thursday at the Laugh Factory, every Friday and Saturday at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. We're going back on tour, so tour dates are coming to my website, www.imteron.com. And we have another headline show that's going to be coming up as soon as we can coordinate dates. Because yep. the last one was a blast. Had a great time. The last one was a little too fun. And Joel came in, part of the audience, and I feel like Joel sat there trying not to laugh. I really did, though. You did. Especially when I was up. Especially when I was up. You were not trying. (laughs) And you had to, you like, ah. You cracked me once. It was too good. Yeah. Things. And I feel like you got to feel for what we do on stage, not just off stage. I feel like as a comedian, people should see us in our world, in our space. Then we do business. Sure, but that's because each of us as comedians, this isn't just headlines with headliners for no reason. So even though, for example, Joelle Monique is not a headlining comedian, if you actually read her articles and watch her database of shows, you realize that she is a headliner. She headlines those shows. And she actually has comments and commentaries, and she's actually very funny, even though she's a nerd and a loser. This so, is recorded. I'm so excited, guys. This is my ring Did down. we remember that she's a nerd and a loser? <laughs> Joel, ain't no goddamn headliner. Nerd is such a positive word to I'm drawing the line. He's not taking nerd for She ain't no goddamn headliner. You hear me? She's good at what she does. But she's not a headliner. If you read her blog, honestly, she is. And it's just a different way. So, you know the concept of the the spoken word fun funny almost amanda seals ish she has a quality like that she has a quality like that where she her headlining isn't on stage she performs it on paper i, cha- I champion that style and you as a person i'm not a comedian it's okay Nate. but you ain't no motherfucking comedian we draw the line if you haven't that. spent any time in the trenches in the dungeon <laughs> sure. i'm not i'm not no you can go comic but you're not going comedian okay She's, but she's it. a headliner in her own right, in her world. In her own wrong. So In her own wrong, she is a headliner. Which is why I was, I was, I was uh, you know, unbeknownst to everyone at home, but uh-huh. only people here. I was an advocate for Joelle being on the show Yes, for a long time. I was pushing because I really feel like she brings a special something to the show. I tell you, she's about to bring something special right now. Because she's about to say. Let's get an Let's R&B get instrumental queued up. Can we get oh an R&B instrumental? Matter of fact. Can, are you What's capable of going uh, acapella? I feel like she is. What? Uh, I feel maybe. like that gives you freedom. You can't mess You want right. a headline, right? You want to be a headliner, right? Mm-hmm. You better start singing. Um, Here we go. We're going acapella. You, you better sing for Massa. Let it happen. Look away. She can't handle eyes on her. Thank you so much. Don't do that. Um, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'm really, I'm really not it's a okay, singer, It's okay. I got your back. Let's go. Okay. All right. You're not going to know this one, though. Is that okay? Still yeah. got your back. Okay. We still can it's do gonna it. It's going to have a melody. It has something. Uh your neighbors were screaming, I don't have a key for downstairs. So I pushed all the buzzers, hoping you wouldn't be there. Yeah. And now my head's hurting, 
You say I always get my own way. That's what you say. Well, you were in the shower when I got there, and I wanted to stay, but I got nothing to say. Washing you were so beautiful, beautiful. Before, today. before today. But then I heard the words you say. You said, Bitch, get the Man, fuck out my house. that was ugly. <laughs> Why are you standing the in the shower? <laughs> you bought me last Christmas. Yeah. Put it in the box. Oh. Frank's in there, and I don't care. Put it in the box. Hey. Now take it. Take the box. Oh, you can take this take box. The box. Take the box. Take the box. Hey, I don't even think that's a song. I think that's just her <laughs> you, you know what? Ever since Joel Monique. That's an original Monique. song that's by Joel Monique. No, that's right. Take Winehouse. the box. Take the box. <laughs> yes. Take the box of stuff that I don't want from your shit anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. what she meant. Yeah, it was. Hollywood <laughs> lie. She meant take the box. Yeah, that is exclusive. We exclusive, exclusive. The views shared on this show are not necessarily the views of Black Hollywood Live. I don't know. Black Hollywood Live might might condone. <laughs> they might condone the box being given to them, but taking it, I don't know. You can just take the. Be box. honest with you. I feel like no. a lot of people can sing outrageous things and as long as it's a song people will go with it because somebody walked into that person's house while they were taking a shower and just watched them and then told them to take the box of stuff the weekend gets away with that all the time i don't think girls actually listen to the weekend's lyrics they must not while they sing along is he outrageous sexy. So the outrageous. weekend will be like the weekend will be like oh lick my butthole <laughs> oh all, all night with your friend. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And girls would be like, yeah, girl, let's sing it. And they listen, the weekend is outrageous. Like he sings songs about how you're you're not even the side chick. You're the chick I call at five in the morning when I'm out of chicks to call and just wasting <laughs> out my mind. You're at that time, if I accidentally butt dial you, then I'll fuck you. And that's like a song. That's actually the title of that song. Yeah. Then I'll fuck you. No, it's actually called <laughs> If I'm Wasted Out My Mind, uh-huh. Then I'll Fuck. <laughs> Got it. You forgot that. There's the old school part. songs that are like that. Like, uh. Jodeci used to do that, but Jodeci had, had flavor when they did it. Jodeci. Jagged Edge? Jagged Edge. You they know, have a song called Let's Get Married. But it's amazing. In it which is. they say, We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do this. <laughs> yeah. That's real. Nobody <laughs> proposes like that. No, but no. Like, look what? at those crows feet and gray hairs. Do. You might as well just say yes. It sounds like something I would say. Actually, it's. I I'm feel like my dad sure hit thirty. He was oh, like, yeah. you know what? And I'm not, not trying to look Didn't for work. other people. So I believe it happens. No, I I give that advice to girls yes. all the time. Mm. I give that advice to girls. Well, it's not me. Listen, mm. here's the problem with the world. I didn't invent the world. I didn't invent the rules of the world. Mm-hmm. I didn't invent misogyny. Mm-hmm. But if we try to act like it doesn't exist, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. We have to work within the confines and then break it once we get there. Once we that are in sense. play. And I really feel that way. And I feel that way in the minority world, too. Someone today hit me up and was like, I can't believe it. White people never acknowledge the, what we go through and the strife and this and that. And I was like, well, maybe we need to stop asking for their acknowledgement. Maybe that's wow. us giving them power and empowering them improperly by saying, we need, look at us, please. Look, you're not mommy or daddy. We don't need your attention. We'll do our own thing. You don't want to give us an Academy Award? You don't want to give us an Academy Award? Then we'll do BET Awards and actually make that one count. But we decide not to. So 
I feel the same way when it comes to massage. Yeah, and shout out to Russell Simmons for doing the All Deaf Music Awards too. Exactly. Movie Awards, excuse me. And I appreciate even you though it was literally designed to be a mockery. It's still a noble gesture. And that's the thing. We need more of that, especially given... Yeah, they gave out an award for best edges. Like, they they were like, y'all don't want to award us? We're going to have the most ratchet... Are you serious? I didn't hear about this. This This is beautiful. Third or fourth year's coming up. It's a real deal. And and all-star studded, too. All-star studded. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want to show off that? I I fully agree. I was talking to um, Hilliard Guest on his podcast today, and we are talking about how do we... I don't know if you guys follow, like... Uh, uh, movie Twitter but uh, several white female directors said some problematic ass shit over the weekend about whether The Color Purple was still a relevant film about whether they could fit the viewpoints of black women within their films and a a bunch of other stuff And, and basically we were having this conversation about whether or not there was a way to engage with white people if we wanted to engage and I was like dude why? Like if you if you can't remember that the color purple exists, a film by Steven Spielberg grossed ninety four million dollars in like eighty four eighty five when it came out, then you're not going to remember anything great. Like you're just not you don't have the retention for it, and that's fine. Black people can continue to celebrate it and enjoy it in that capacity. You have to reach out. Yeah. I, I love Whoopi Goldberg. She's amazing. Tupac opened a twenty seven million dollars. It did, in one but weekend. I've heard it's horrible. I haven't seen it. It's not I don't horrible. Judge it's great. It. You Go thought watch it was it. good. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I've heard so many bad things about it, and I. And it's like, people because are, you think it's straight out of Compton. It's not straight out of Compton. It's a different story of a different person. A lot of people aren't feeling the guy who acted it. That's whack. I thought he did dope. He did. Well, I mean, I, I respect your opinion, but I'll 20 some years watch. after Pac's passing and to be in his 20s and never met him, to not know, you know, and to, and to do the study and to do the work. I think he did a great job. He looked like him. There's points in the movie where you're like, nigga, that's pop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What did you think of Jada's comments? Uh, I think that um, there's certain things you got to speak careful on because of people's What's stature Jada's in comments? the industry. Do you want to talk about Jada's comments? Jada said <laughs> that in a tweet, she said that the movie has inconsistencies in it because he did not read her a poem. He didn't. And she never walked into a green room and talked to him. After she never, and she also never went to one of his concerts. She said she never went to one of his concerts per his request. And mm-hmm. and my thing to Jada is that's someone who's actually close to Pac. I can't imagine. And what she it, said that they weren't intimate in Baltimore. I I can't imagine what it's like to see someone that you know intimately, mm-hmm. whether physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. spiritually, whatever, be portrayed on screen. And so there's always going to be inconsistency. To Jada Pinkett Smith, who's a wonderful, beautiful, amazing person in her family, I revere. Bitch, it's not a documentary. <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying. You, you knew that. <laughs> like this isn't uh, this isn't Tupac on Discovery Channel. You know what I'm saying. There's been some is, discussion as to whether the the crew reached out to her for like commentary and if. Have you seen it? I have not seen the film okay. yet. I'm, How I'm about since about I'm the only one that has seen it? I'll give my two cents. Get it. Dig this. One. Tupac has a rhyme book that was actually produced for the public to see. Yes. In that book, the poem to Jada was in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. The same way. They even drew on it the same way he originally did. So in the film, when you see it, it's like, yo, that might be the original. They have a scene where he reads it to her on a dock at a lake. Mm-hmm. She's upset because it happened in person. But it didn't happen in person. He, I guess he gave her the yeah. poem. It's a movie. We need to see the scene. Mm-hmm. So she can relax on that. Furthermore, the actress that portrayed her was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He read this poem to her and it broke her down. It was very, it was a lovely poem. And the girl 
cried. Mm-hmm. A single tear came out of her eye. Her eye welled up. <laughs> Check it out. Her eye welled up. It was this eye. Her eye welled up. <laughs> and then the tear, and she blinked, and the tear ran down her face. And even though she was like, you know, with joy, of tear of joy and love, their relationship was talking smack to each other back and forth all the mm-hmm. time. So instead of being sad or showing weakness, while the tear runs down her face, she's like, shut up, big head. Or something like that. You know what I mean? Like some I had not seen that choice in film yet. That's what's up. Jada should be happy that the actress that portrayed her was one of the stronger actresses in the I film. I think Jada did at the top of her Twitter storm basically say, like, I don't blame the actors. Like, you all did a phenomenal job. But I'm upset because this is an important part of my life and it wasn't portrayed in a way that was accurate. Well, I don't now, see I, I don't see Overbrook trying to produce it. So another point. Uh in regards to her not coming to a concert. That was supposed to have been a phone call, but we want to see the scene. We need to. As and a viewer, Tupac in the movie, whether he did in real life or not, showed so much respect for her. He was literally covered in bitches. Not women. Not uh, examples of finer womanhood. After concert, bitches. They're all women. Literally, okay. No, literally, they no, no, were no. female I'm dogs talking about... that were just covering. They <laughs> yeah, were female it was like a dogs. Rottweiler, a pit bull. Pit bull. There's two, he had two chihuahuas. He was holding no. them up like, ah. I don't, I, I'm going to say what I said. And and then ladies watching this, everybody is, all women don't be acting the same, and there's different titles for certain stuff. I respect women. But in this scene, the women portrayed themselves in a way that didn't demand respect. On purpose, because when Jada walked in, Tupac told all of them to get off of him, get away from him, and gave her the room, the floor, by herself. He showed her the utmost respect. So Jada can't be that mad. It's not like she was laying on top of him with four other chicks. He told everybody to get up off of him. It's all these little naked girls got up off of him, and Jada came in fully clothed with her hair slicked back. Lastly, seven to eight years in production is how long this film was. Mm -hmm. Right? Other people a part of the film or that were depicted in the film showed up. Watched it with the intent to destroy it, tear it down, and were pleasantly surprised, pleased, and you know told LT Hutton he did a phenomenal job. Hey, for like instance, Snoop says it's it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. How about I voice my character so it's even more believable that it's me because it sounds like me. So Snoop is his voice in it. Real Snoop is the voice of the Snoop actor in oh, the film. Oh, that's amazing. ADR. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that means Jada had the opportunity at some point, text, tweet, email. See the movie. And pull say up. But she might just be pulling like an Olivia de Havilland who, um, when uh, F- Feud came out on FX earlier this year, Olivia's only one of that of those people that's still alive. And she was like, I don't want to comment on this film. No one here is alive to defend themselves. Oh, and I Olivia don't think it's du- a du- Hovland? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who to fuck. So listen. She's this a is a classic actress from the 20s. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, is she, okay, she, oh. So spoiler alert. I'm not going to act like she's irrelevant. Just because yeah. I don't know her doesn't mean she wasn't important. Spoiler alert, Tupac dies at the end of the film. I just want to. That's what. So, in case you were going to watch me, I just That's I ruined it whack, for you. Teron. You're better than that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> How guys. many times was that in an Instagram or tweet or post? I ruined it for everybody. Jesus. So. <laughs> anyway, so I feel like Jada, Jada could have asserted herself at a much earlier point. The timing is piss poor. If anything, wait a month after the movie's out. <laughs> she did do them dirty. She with. did it like while people were buying the t- She waited like, I'm going to drop this on their the sales. Of- That's whack. Well, That's absolutely whack. Furthermore, I know she must have seen it early because it's not like they don't send mailers out. Like, everybody who's alive that was in this, you guys all have the opportunity to see how you're depicted first. 
LT's not a, a, a slimy dude. He's a great dude. He's a solid great dude from the shot. True. And she just she just shorted it. Same thing with John Singleton coming out hating and all that, and Benny Boom having to pick it up, pick up the pieces, and and put it put it together. It was art, and well, it was great. Apparently, John Singleton wanted like some prison rape scene. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how you heard that. Tupac. Oh, on uh, okay, okay, no, that was on. He he said that on Breakfast Club. Lt did. That. I actually did not watch the Breakfast Club. Somebody told you that then. I know John Singleton. Okay, he wanted to have this prison rape scene. He wanted. Like, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna break. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna. I I'm sure there was a nicer, more mm-hmm. political, diplomatic way to put that together. Yeah. But he was really all about this prison rape scene. I don't know he why. He wanted a prison rape scene. He felt like Tupac got prison raped, and then this was going in the movie. So there's a prison rape scene, and, and there was also something John's at the top crazy. of the movie, almost like a cold open, that was just bananas. I mean, I don't know. That what also movie. had, like, naked men and stuff on the screen. John. John so there amazing. was, there, they had, crazy. but I'm, but it just goes to say, if John is a director and then the producers have an issue and they bump heads, this is how this happens. Sure. So usually that's enough to derail a movie entirely. They reattached a different director, pushed through, got it done. Benny Boom. Benny Boom's acclaimed. I mean, he worked with all I them. feel like it's dope. Everybody needs to put their eyes on it. You can't consider yourself a movie a moviegoer, a person. Uh, like, if this, if this touched you in any way, if you ever bobbed your head to pot, you owe to get down there. Do it for the culture. Yep. Uh, spoiler alert. Tupac dies in the end. All right. Yeah, Story no, no, number no. one. Puff does it. Did anyone drop that on Instagram? No. Puff, actually, Diddy's not in the movie at all. Yeah. Not with Biggie. Not by himself. Diddy's not in the movie at Is all. Is Jones in the movie at all? Who? Uh, Quincy or not Rashida, but um. Kibibi. Oh yeah. Quincy Jones' daughter. Yeah. Yes. Good. To the point that their relationship was way stronger than I. Had thought it was in the first place i thought it was like a uh i thought and i thought and my, i thought tupac was dating her in real life and it was just like a, oh she's on she's got money their love is the power couple was faith in the movie yeah that's all i need to know to go watch that faith so i fucked your bitch you fat mother that's in it too <laughs> yo because that's real, look i'm from the east coast yeah the biggie Pac thing was very real even for us in high school and middle school, we thought it was so serious. The only Tupac song, listen, I like Tupac songs. I'm not going to be like, oh, but Tupac, everyone's like, oh, I was all about Biggie. But when he dropped Fake Money, bruh, that was the best Tupac song. I used to love that song. Yeah. Because at the end, he's just like, my foe, foe, hit him up. He was like, my foe, foe, make sure your kids die. He's like... Mob Deep, don't one of y'all have sickle cell? Like, he was just so... One just died from sickle cell. Dang. So sad. Wait a minute. Prodigy just passed away. Like, he's still there. They haven't even put the sheet over his head. Teron. I know people say too soon, but damn. The doctor's like, and call it. What's the time? And you're already like... You're already bedside like... You're dead. Like, good I guess God. you did have sickle cell. <laughs> Sheesh. I'm, I guess you did have sickle cell. Your point is moot now because no. you said that. Story number one. Yes. Let's handle some business yes. in here. This is wordy. Bear with me. It's real, though. Uh, I hate these stories. In an all-too-familiar turn of events on Friday, a Minnesota jury, uh, jury acquitted off- Officer Geronimo Yanez of all charges in the 2016 shooting and death of Philando Castile, 
whose shooting and aftermath in front of his baby daughter was immortalized by his girlfriend on Facebook Live. In what is believed to be the first time a Minnesota officer was charged in an on-duty fatal shooting, the jury hired the jury hinged on one central question. Did the officer have fear that Philando Castile was reaching for a gun that he had acknowledged having with him when he was pulled over by the officer? In response to the acquittal handed down by the 12-member jury, which included two black jurors, Castile's mother said, I'll say it like it says, Castile's mother stated, My son loved this city, and this city killed my son. There you go. And interesting part was there was a holdup, 10 to 2. They deliberated. The holdup was not the two black jurors, which, first of all, why are there only two black jurors on that jury? Number one. That's poor, poor duty and diligence by the prosecutor. Clearly, you are supposed to be judged by a jury of your peers. Mm -hmm. Two black jurors does not compile the diversity in Minnesota. And but if nothing else, there should have been like eighteen Somalians on that jury. There's a lot of Somalians. That's too many people on the jury. It doesn't matter. Okay. When they were trying There's to, that many uh, Somalians outside that's of court. That many, that's what I'm saying. There's that many Somalians in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Number two. You know how many Somalians there are in Somalia? Two jurors. <laughs> and that's it. There's only two. That's yeah. the thing. They were like, "Look at me. <laughs> I am the captain of Minnesota now." <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> so Look wrong. at me. So wrong. I'm the captain Yo, of Minnesota. I thought now. I was the king of the two soon. <laughs> but look. Sure, he got fired from the police department. Big deal. Hmm. The fact that he did not get convicted. And here's the thing. This is the problem. This was the best of the cases. Why? Because Eric Gardner, because the other the other cases, there was something, right? There was something. It was a criminal record, or it was possibility, or there was this in his pocket, or resisting. But this time, this time, there's a young man in the car, has nothing to do with the traffic stop, in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Police officer goes, so the young man does his due diligence. As far as we know, and explains, I have a gun, legal, and I am going to show you my license for this gun. Reaches for the as you're supposed to do, and gets shot cold blood in front of his baby daughter and his girlfriend like it's nothing. And the police officer says, I feared for my life. My problem isn't with the ruling. My problem is right now with the fact that all these gun owners in this country who always fight and support gun ownership and gun ownership rights, those same people are very, very quiet right now. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest problem. The jury, I can I can understand. When you go to a trial, the Facebook Live and all these things that you think are being admitted are being admitted in a way that's in accordance with the law, and some of these things may be omitted, and you're not allowed to utilize them for your decision on the jury. I get it. But what about this aftermath? When you say things like all lives matter, let's go, guys. Let's go. All lives matter. This is life. It matters. When you say gun rights, gun fights, let's go. This was a gun. This was a card member, card carrying member of the NRA. Where are you all now? Where is that support now? What what happened to that? 
When Blando was shot, the bullet missed his daughter by, like, inches. Like, she could have easily been hurt. When Flando was shot, his girlfriend had to remain calm and make sure that she did not pose an additional threat to the officer while she her boyfriend is dying next to her. And it's kind of... It kind of starts bringing up questions with, like, the legal system. Like, so, do you think it's possible to have a fair case here? Because we've seen so many officers tried, but not one conviction ever. And we know that prosecution works there closely with the police. There are convictions ever. Let's not take that. Let's take that myth In away. Death. However, it, right? there are convictions. However, they are so few that they're countable. There's, like, two. Okay. And the rest of all the officers have been acquitted completely. So possible to get a fair conviction? Or? So in Oscar Grant, for example, we did have a form of conviction. It was, Which was? It was very light. It was, uh, the sentence was a year. It was like a... A year for a life, yeah, okay. Uh, manslaughter, it was, I mean, but there was a conviction. Mm-hmm. There's been a series of non-convictions. That's the problem. It's been, this isn't the first one. This is the la- latest so one. Still stands. Can the it's prosecution like, who works so closely with the police give consistently fair trials like i mean it's just got to be hard as if you if you take the the death and and the horribleness of it and even the institutionalized racism out of it you have a person who works closely with an institution both of whom believe their jobs to be to keep people safe and uphold the law when you then make those two people face off against each other essentially in a court of law can we have there's a clear conflict of interest 100 percent. in fact in the last case one of the jurors said the prosecutors dropped yeah. the ball. They specifically said the prosecutors did not carry the burden of proof. This is the guy that was shot by the officer. The helicopter was up exactly there and there was a white woman. Yeah. Exactly, and they were like, "Well, the, they just didn't build their case. We wa- we wanted to convict, mm-hmm. but the prosecution was unable to bake their case." I agree. There's a conflict of interest. Do we need a federal system, a federal law that says, "Hey, when this is the situation, we need an IA internal affairs and." A federally regulated one? Maybe. I would say yes. Even internal affairs has issues because you're graduating from the organization, which, again, you then have and to turn around. you have around. to deal with It's hard to, to figure out if we can have fair and balanced just because people don't tend to be fair and balanced. And the problem is, here's the thing. I love Law & Order SVU. Love <laughs> it's a the good show. show. Love the show. However, I watch the show and I get so mad every time they infringe on people's constitutional rights. I watch and I'm like, what? You can't do that. <laughs> you can't. Wait, uh, he's li-. and IA comes in and everyone gets mad at IA and I'm like, this is a mockery of the system which we are supposed to believe in and it's on TV. They're exploring the fact that police officers clearly do not like IA. Why? Why wouldn't you want? You're the police, right? I got a story I'm gonna read. You're okay. the police. You should want the bad guys to go to jail. This is from June 19th. Okay. Juneteenth. Seattle police fatally shoot pregnant woman who yeah. they say confronted officers with a li- with a knife. Seattle police officer shot and killed a woman at her apartment Sunday morning in front of several children when the woman, who relatives say was pregnant, confronted them with a knife, the police say. She called the police to her house. Yes, because of Because she was reporting a burglary. Mm-hmm. She had the knife out to protect herself. The police came... Failed to identify themselves at first, so of she course. still had the knife. They said, and she also was like uh, maybe a buck twenty, buck ten, mm-hmm. maybe even pregnant. Like she's a tiny woman, pregnant, tiny, had some mental health issues. They're trained to deal with this, and they still shot and killed her. Charlena Lyles, thirty years old. She made it to thirty. So it's not stopping. 
And uh, no, no, no. That and that's another thing. This is actually the best it's ever been. Because now we have phones and we have Twitter and we have Instagram and we have people like Nate Jackson and Teron Von Gossry and Joelle Monique to talk about this and Kanisha Buss, who isn't here with us today, but is here with us in spirit. We have us talking. So this is the best it's ever been. I'll give you that because we're on now. We're on. We're on duty. Uh, it's the best it's ever been. Like yeah, the, and now they, it's only they, they, the Seattle NAACP has already begun steps to look into this. They already have secured uh, attorney Shalise Seacrest, who has an incredible and impeccable record. And they, <laughs> the Seattle Police Department is going to have to change their name to BLM <laughs> because oh, they're shook. They're about to get, and this is this is their fourth and this is Jesus. their fourth time because they killed a pregnant woman so that's actually mm-hmm. the death of two people and and for everyone who's like oh no it's only one person i want all those anti-abortion people to come out and start protesting that yeah too. this is also this is also the same department who uh punched the lady in the in the face mm-hmm. uh who was already handcuffed and on the hood and mm-hmm. was not moving was already holding still so uh, they've been had issues. Yeah, they already, they've had an FBI. But that officer's name was Chris Brown, in all fairness, and her name happened to be no. Rihanna. That was too Karuchi just got out of court, y'all. Like, can we not with Chris Brown? Ugh. Too soon, too late. We got to get you right in that sweet spot. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the thing is. But yeah, it's going down. What do we do? What Have you ever felt that? Like, what, what do I do? What do I do? Well, I have an answer to that. And one of the answers is. What you do is you be aware. What you do is you report things. People don't want to get involved. People don't want to take the time. They don't want to go to the police department and make a report. They don't want to be snitches. No. Now, this is the time where we need to stand up for our rights and know our rights. Also, if you can, get to know your local officers. It's harder in a, in a big city, but like my friend works for Dispatch in Chicago, and she used to be a documentarian who's very like anti police and now working for them and understanding like what their issues are. She's like, there's a lot of things systematically we need to be doing in order to help these guys be better at their jobs. Mainly, um, we've seen a lot of issues with domestic violence abusers being able to get out easy, being able to get their hands on guns and cause all kinds of havoc, and it's because Can the court system does not keep them in prison. Cool. So the whole concept is, the whole concept is, instead of knowing all those little yachty verses, know your constitutional amendments. I mean, you that? could learn the little Yachty verses too. Like, learn in the constitutional addition, amendments to the little Yachty beat. Like, in addition, in addition, I know no, that learn, learn. I have freedom of speech. <laughs> I know that religion is a reach. I can carry guns. I can carry guns. <laughs> that's the whole. Like, that's. That's, that's why all thing. my friends are dead. Listen, <laughs> that's actually a little Uzi Vert, but <laughs> I could care less. All the littles are messing up music. Yo, but Here that, she is. In she's, you know, look at her spirit. Yeah, look at her spirit. Look at that smile. Look at that bumblebee. We're not outfit. talking about okay. Uh, you know, like we're a, not going to talk about. We're not talking she, about like a toothless like vagrant a home. Like Which again, it would not matter. Your value of life does not. I understand, but. I'm talking in the terms of the people who are looking at somebody and assessing whether or not they are a threat. This is if you're assessing threats, what? Hot Cheetos and Takis? <laughs> she looks like she was on Brandy. Does no one else see Malisha. her on Malisha? Mm-hmm. She was the friend. Yeah. I see it. I mean, I'm just saying. Now And everyone liked the friend. To the tune of what you're saying, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if she don't got teeth, if she don't got this, yeah. if you don't like you still but I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna 
go to a place where a lady has called you and then you shoot the leg. Here's, here's a step I think would be cool. I think this will make sense. Because I keep hearing about different situations where the police show up to a residence or they come to a place where they've been called and the person who called them is who they end up messing with, harassing and or shooting in this case. How about you pull up the person's picture because you guys have it and you say, this is the homeowner. Then go in. And that's who you go speak to. Because stuff like this is ridiculous. Seattle is lit like... I'm gonna tell you right now, it's a powder keg. It's a powder keg because it's already been bad. It's already every night you go out, the cop there's 50 cop cars out just prowling, judging, looking, trying to figure out who they're gonna pull. Is this new or, or it's, it looks like standard. South Africa sometimes? Well, you have the influx of, of white hipsters moving to Seattle because it's inexpensive. To yeah, live so then there and... it's no, it's not inexpensive. It's uh, it's sky high. It's, it's it's as high or higher than L.A. These are not what my so white So what they do now is me. what they do now is in order to help support the gentrification of areas they over police them mm-hmm. she wasn't even in that area right but it makes for a really charged up police department the fbi came in and or the justice department came in and did a probe on the seattle police department and said there are several things wrong here and they're supposed to be taking the steps to fix it uh the police chief resigned new police chief came in and then this happens it's a powder keg like you're probably going to see riots in Seattle in the next two days. Okay. That's how hot people are. And nobody's talking about her yet. She's still a Facebook meme. She's still, she's still getting talked about in statuses. The Washington Post just covered her on the 20th. I just read an excerpt from there. And even then, they were paraphrasing from people they spoke to at the vigil. Mm. So, there are some black people getting off. Story two, and more acquittal news. The Bill Cosby case heard in Pennsylvania ended in a hung jersey as the jury deadlocked over the allegations presented by Andrea Costand, whose case had not passed the statute of limitations. The jury deliberations, which lasted six days, Mm. mm, was ironic as the King Mr. Cosby defense lasted only six minutes. Mm -hmm. Six-minute defense. Cosby did not take the stand. Judge Stephen O'Neill declared a mistrial when the jurors could not come to a decision. A mistrial is not the same as an acquittal. As Montgomery County District Attorney Kevin Steele immediately announced his intentions to retry the case. We have video. Of Cosby walking out. This is... Let's watch him do an old man fist pump. I haven't seen this video yet. I just know... uh, Yeah, it's due. He did the Fat Albert, Nate. sure did. How did you not... You didn't see that? No nope. walked out and yeah. did half. He did Fat Albert walking Can out. Can I ask you something? Yes. Mm-hmm. When was this? This Literally was right, right after. Right after. No, no, no. What day did it, what moment did this happen recently? Is this one day old, yes. two days old, three two days, days old? old. two days old. Is it okay. the same day that Go to Mr. Day. Nate Jackson on Instagram, <laughs> and by 7 p.m. today, there will be a roast <laughs> on there about <laughs> that ignorant ass, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, look at the picture they put. That's the picture. Oh, here's the thing. She uh, drank it. You, I will say whatever you want to say about Bill Cosby, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. that's secondary. Right now, I want to talk about the legal aspect. I want to talk about, when, and, and touch this on it, because you have the law degree. What makes a jury be hung, a hung jury? Okay. What creates it? So a hung jury is when 
the 12 jurors mm -hmm. cannot come, even if one person's a holdout, right. but refuse. It's like, listen, no matter what you guys say to me, I'm not going to change my mind. That becomes a hung jury. Mm -hmm. That happens. Okay? In this case, what happened was the brilliance of Cosby's defense, mm -hmm. who everyone was mocking, not everyone, legal experts understood, mm -hmm. but people were like, oh, they only defend them six minutes. Six minutes. They, the case lasted five days, mm -hmm. six days. They brought person after person. The concept was she went over there. Uh, Andrea, I believe her name is. Yeah, Costa. She went over there. He gave her Benadryl to relax. Mm -hmm. And then he didn't have sex with her, but he assaulted her sexually. Okay. The brilliance of the defense is the defense just did not defend Cosby's actions. Mm -hmm. They just simply said it was consensual and didn't put Cosby on the stand, something that most attorneys would have done to have him at least try to be Bill Cosby on the stand. They did none of that. They didn't really disagree with anything she said. They simply just said everything she said, cool, it was consensual, and she's a whore. <laughs> That's basically what they did on stand. No, no bullshit. They mm -hmm. just try to ruin her reputation. She's a whore. She's a liar. And... It was consensual. Six minutes. And this is what happened. The juries, when it comes to this, the burden of proof is on the prosecution. Must prove their case beyond a, a reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. That's the concept, right? Mm -hmm. Concept is, is it more likely than not? Is it very likely? Is it extremely likely? No. Is it beyond reasonable doubt that this is how it occurred? And the prosecution was unable. beyond a reasonable doubt. Because if I was on that jury, long. I'd be like, I still have doubt. It's been it's not beyond reason to think that maybe she gave that thing up to Bill Cosby. It's 2005 and the details. And now here's the thing. She had gone in 2005 to the police. They had passed on the case. I mean, there was, there was insurmountable evidence that states, to the contrary of the song jury, that he did something. Something happened. Mm -hmm. But what that something was, that's why it's very, very very particular in what they charge you. Right. Because if they charge you with the wrong thing, you might get off. Mm -hmm. Which is why a lot of times they overcharge you. Right. Because they, they give just you a throw, whole bunch of they stuff. They throw stuff and then something's going to stick. Right. Mm -hmm. Cosby has the finest legal defense. Sure does. At his, Can we roll that clip with back his money? Again? His hey, hey, hey? Oh, no. Yes, that clip, but that's not what we're looking for. What clip? The same clip. They Can got it. They got it. Can you roll the clip back? Do you just want to see the attorney? I do. Have you seen it? Okay, let's get over. She's that. so smart and so pretty. Okay, well, you want to watch I mean, her she's again defending just to watch the devil. If you saw her, you'd want her to walk by. Well, you no, see, too. you say she's defending the de devil, and a lot of yeah, people do. do that about the attorneys. But that is the American way. That's their job. I'm not mad at The concept is, it's better that a hundred guilty people go free instead of one innocent person. I don't think guilty. Bill Cosby is the happen. devil. I do. You have 60 people accused you, you of the think, exact same okay, crime. Okay, well, 60 people should have came before the statute of limitations, and then something could stick. Otherwise, it's potential for things to have actually been reasonable. But you understand why women don't come forward, Listen, listen. Let me tell you Do you something. think Bill Cosby did it? Your personal did, opinion. Did what? With the Andrea Costan? No. no. Do I think that the, any of that stuff stuck? Something. Something, yeah. But does that make him the devil? That's a lot. 
I I will tell you what makes him. It's a lot. Does it make him a potentially sexual predator? Does it make him a nasty bastard? Does it make him a lot of things? Yes. The devil, Beelzebub, Lucifer. No. Here's the thing about Lucifer. Lucifer is the trickster, right? And tricks people. That's what Bill Cosby did to us. In fact, he should win an Academy Award because his acting was amazing. I believed he was this good, kind-hearted, well-mannered, amazing person. Until uh, accuser number 23, that's when I was like, ah, this nigga did. She was on board accuser 2. Way before that. I knew Bill Cosby was an awful human being. When I just sit in my white class with all these people and Bill Cosby talking about how sacking pants and like us not culturally respecting ourselves is the downfall of black people. Sure, no, that's different. That's an opinion. You can't get mad at him because he has an opinion. And it's actually a very understandably valid opinion, especially coming from his perspective and point of view and generation. So it's not like my or I our call parents my granny all out thought, on it too. It's not like Who? we thought my granny. I'll call her shit out it, on this exactly, bullshit. Exactly, but that's the thing. That's of course our grandparents didn't want to sag in our pants. Especially when it comes from jail culture. I understand that. No. And another and another point to this? Yeah. None of this stuff surfaced until rumors started to surface about him potentially buying NBC. That's not true. That's, that's, not, no, that's no, when no, people no. took action. But the women no, 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 have been no, no. speaking about this shit since that's the 90s. That's fine. That's fine. But it took action. It t- First of all, the women have been speaking about it since the 90s. Then Hannibal Burris says something, and then all of a sudden this thing is because rolling. Because misogynoir is a real-ass thing. That's fine, too. I'm not saying it's not. What I'm saying is money and power have something to do with this. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean he gets a write-off. Like, I don't care what I didn't give him a write-off. Service. I just said I'm it's not, not the that you devil. Are. I'm saying that just because it took some, maybe some awful people with some awful intentions, like not but I want the you, women. If we're going to talk about a thing, I want you to talk to me. I'm talking to you. Okay. I'm not talking at you towards the listener. <laughs> I'm saying I don't think he's the devil, and you're the one that said that. Another thing. I think any man who attacks a woman can be equated to the devil. Absolutely. That came out faster what about than any I could. Woman re- that attacks what a man? Say? Well, any woman. Yeah, if you're attacking people in a violent way, if you look to me, I, what I if don't. I'm into it. Let me. Okay. <laughs> Consensual and consenting to being beat is entirely different than you. Like, I don't. I don't have faith. What I. What I know for sure is that you should have bodily autonomy, and any destruction or line crossing of that autonomy to me is synonymous with evil. Like, you, you only have your body. That's it. So any violation of that in any way, shape, or form, to me, is of the utmost. Like, it's just disgusting. The and, devil. Yes, sir. Yes. A lot of people are in hell. Like There's the only devil. one devil. Do you think he deserves to go to hell? Fine. The devil? I feel like we are talking about a literal devil, whereas I don't believe in a literal devil, so I'm talking more of a metaphorical sense. And so maybe that's where our You our said he's here literally the I did say that. human version of the most and evil. I think I'm figurative movement that you of said the devil. That. That's okay. I'm offended you said that, that you called him the devil because... Anyway, I've done horrible things. Like, how is he just out trumping my whole? <laughs> this is like, a joke. I could tell already. The setup was just better. too, and I'm undercutting it. No, I'm undercutting <laughs> it because my point is not done. You can say all your punchlines in a second. Listen, mm. I think the timeline of him announcing or the rumors rising that he potentially was going to purchase NBC. A lot of people are mm-hmm. shocked by that. He has enough money to buy NBC. Sure, NBC. Mm-hmm. So it goes from national broadcast company to. National Broadcast Cosby. Oh, national, uh, you know, nigga Black Cosby. Like, it goes to a massive platform to push exactly what you already were disagreeing with in that all-right classroom when he was speaking to you. 
Nobody on that network is going to be sagging. And if they were, they were going to be on their way to jail. He can completely restructure the way you see a culture and do it for the culture his way. That's that's a lot of power. So, sure. so yeah, a lot of stuff start coming up. And it could be, and it's very similar to the stuff way that should have been thought. addressed a long time ago. Stuff he had been paying women off for all this time culminates into a case. People talked about the what was the next why why the timing is movie. everything why do it at such a time that's convenient people he talk was, about in birth of a nation right but if he was evil in the first place yeah that's when you pursue it I understand what you're saying with with with, with, with earlier, why me, the women I can't choose what white people off. care about a situation I don't have that choice right but black women have been doing their job and saying hey this dude is trash for a hot second. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that white people suddenly cared and made a case out of it, like, well, I'm glad white no, 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 people... No, no. You, you act like he, 40 black women came out and said he did something to me. It was a ton of white women, but... There's like five black women. Yeah, but but they've been the ones that have been... It is primarily white women. Was not Camille. <laughs> it was primarily white women. Yeah. So if you, that's what I'm saying. If white culture ever comes to somebody's rescue, it's white women. Secondly. Well, second, what's the first After thing white men... To? No, white women have, uh, when it comes to sex and rape and assaults, white women, they are, the people who are associated with it are mm-hmm. persecuted to the full extent of the law, especially in my home okay, state, but, Washington. But didn't Cosby, the Cosby laws are fit structured them. that way. Right. Generally, usually. And mm-hmm. if Cosby had been anybody else, then this probably would have been an uproar a long time ago. But he wasn't. He was the one keeping black people calm. He was the one setting an example of, like, yes. go to college and be a good kid. And it's hard to separate that because, like, I can't watch the Cosby show anymore. I just, it hurts me physically. But I still watch a different world. Like, yeah. I understand the, the influence and the importance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. I understand yeah. the importance and the influence that Cosby had. I understand why it's difficult for older generations to be like, what? Cosby? No, that guy was like everybody's granddad. The Jello guy? What is happening? Well, let I, me ask you this. Yeah. Because you're saying the Jello guy, oh my gosh. Yeah, he built a public persona that is very contrasting to what has been painted recently. Is it possible mm. at all, maybe it's a tenth of a percent, mm-hmm. is it possible that it didn't happen? That every single one of those women was lying? Is it possible? He's not saying... Is there a tenth? Is there a .0001% chance that they were? That there's a higher power, a bigger group, some other company who is saying, here's some chips. I think nine we're gonna times take this out of down. ten conspiracy theories tend not because people just aren't that organized and no one can really keep a secret. Really? Why don't nine you times ask out Tuskegee of 10, how they feel about that one? Yeah, the Tuskegee Why don't you ask about... Hold on. I'm, I'm going to go further. I, here's it. my thing about... The concept of conspiracy, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I agreed with your definition of bodily autonomy. Yeah, it was great. It was I agree too. Uh, I understand Nate's part, point of saying how crazy it is to think of him as the devil when you have someone like Hitler, and that would be way closer to the devil than Cosby. But just because it's a lesser of two evils does not mean that it's less e- that it's less. That it's not evil. evil. I didn't it's say evil. it wasn't. But I understand where you're going with that. However, if we're going to say that Cosby did it, we can also say there is a percentage chance, as small as it seems, that he did not. And there's two sides to every story, and then there's the truth. And unfortunately, we have seen conspiracies unfold before. We have seen the Freeway Ricky Ross conspiracy mm-hmm. unfold, where the journalists who uncovered that mysteriously commit suicide and that there's a CIA report on his suicide. We've seen these kind of things happen. Conspiracy after conspiracy after conspiracy, especially when it comes to 
the African American race in the United States when they bomb Black Wall Street. That's when a they conspiracy. took out the Black Panthers with a with a documented co-intelligence program. When they, they sure did. When they basically stopped Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. all the way to the point where they could have prevented his death to the point where in 1999 Coretta Scott King was able to get a ruling against the federal government. She sure did. And people don't even know that. Right. Where she was able to get a ruling that states because she actually believed that Homeboy was not his killer and that Whatever. The point is that these conspiracies have happened. Sure. And have been legitim- le- le- legitimized. And this one plays... It took me a to second the, to get that out. Good this job. one plays to the aspect of misogyny. Mm-hmm. It plays to the aspect of he, sh- he say, she say. Mm-hmm. It plays to a point where there's been other documented cases where what they do is they set up congressmen, they have set up people in power, in fact, if you watch Godfather Part Two, remember where the congressman goes and and the girl's dead in the and yeah, the, which was a movie. But that that scene was based on something that happened in Boston, exactly with uh, Whitey Bulger, exactly. And so that plays out. Now, I'm not saying Cosby did not do it. I, I honestly don't know, and I'm actually inclined to believe that he did do something wrong. But yeah, I Nate's wasn't bringing in the room. up the point of it's, saying it's, a, the it's an avalanche of women saying he did something. So I get it that maybe. There's higher powers at play. We don't know. That's what's scary about the world we live in. That's what hangs a jury. And, and that's that, what makes a jury say, I, I can't. I'll tell I, you what, On this one, let's go back five or six other women that came forward that had a stronger story, stronger. a much better documented evening, uh, friends that corroborated. And now we got it. Now we got it. And I'm like, him. he's out of there. back and see him later. But this one was like, they're just... Now they're just trying to... This is like throwing OJ in jail for stealing his own helmet. This is trying to get somebody for something because he's outlasted the statute of limitations on what he really did. Sure. But can you blame them? Blame who? Anyone who... I I feel like people were like, you guys gotta just leave OJ alone like it happened now and, and now it's time to move on. But I, I think that if you have a sense OJ's of, of justice... According to the court and everything. Yes, Sure. But I'm saying, okay, okay, but you know, here, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm not stating anything. Oh, you're factual. playing Bill Cosby's advocate? Sure. Point um, <laughs> <laughs> being, like. We have 50 seconds to wrap the show. We don't. I can make it quick. We're, we have what? We have one. Thank time. you. See you. <laughs> I, I was like, no, we, we well, have the timer's like. <laughs> yeah, we have more. We have more. Right. This, 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 week's episode, this week's episode, we gotta go. We gotta keep talking. Okay. This, but the point is, if, if, if you have a sense of, of justice, and I. I'm not the kind of person who's like a very a law and order by the books kind of. It's not the spirit that's, that dwells within me. But I know that a lot of people Hella do. spirits do based on the ties. <laughs> Watch the last episode for that. <laughs> but my point being is if, if that is what drives you is, is a sense of justice and law, then when you see someone getting away with something or, or even if you think someone's getting away with something, don't mm-hmm. you then double down and try as hard as you can to make sure that at least they spend some – they get some kind of – Come up and like some kind of. Of course, time. that's why Kevin still says immediately after he's announcing his intention to retry the case. That's why um, Gutierrez Inez or whatever his name is. Oh wait, no, he got acquitted. Never mind. I guess that officer is just free. Yeah, I know. No one doubled yeah. down on that one. I know that's cool. He's done. Uh, okay. He's okay. So free. so we're asking them to double down in cases okay. where we get off. And then we're asking them not to double down on cases where... If it where were up to me, that okay. dude would be facing uh, the death penalty. Uh, the officer that yes, shot... Yes, okay. absolutely. He shot a man in his car. And then what? Bill Cosby would be in a chair next to him? I mean... 
Cosby's old death penalty takes a while to judge, process. Judge. But I would like to see Cosby die behind bars. Okay, so that's what you think the penalty fits the crime is, that he dies in jail. Listen, Absolutely. if he committed a crime, mm-hmm. and that crime is some form of rape, let's be honest. Let, mm-hmm. Take take away Cosby. Mm-hmm. Let's just call him Bill. And let's make 50 of those women, mm-hmm. your mom, your sisters, mm-hmm. let's add those in there. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about Bill at that case? Bill and Andrea is actually your sister, your light-skinned sister that you love so much. Debrina. Debrina, mm-hmm. exactly. So that's the one... Where this happened to her. If Bill Cosby raped Debrina, I'd kill him myself. Now, let's take the opposite end of that spectrum and say Bill is Bill Cosby. Sure. And let's say the women are uh, sexual vagrants. I mean, here's the thing. If Bill is let's Bill say, Cosby and rapes my sister. Let's say Nate, half of them, half, have sure. already wrongfully accused a man of Rape or a sexual assault. But none of these women have a history of that, do they? That I can recall. I've some, read a listen, lot of their stories. Do. Listen, none of them. He's throwing a hypothetical. My sister's not involved in this. This is all hypothetical okay. on the spectrum. All right. I'm asking you for what is your. You're the judge. You're Judge Joel. You're throwing. You're throwing people in jail till they die. Sure. So what I'm saying is, what is unequivocally would get me a reaction, which is why he painted that picture that mm-hmm. way. He raped your sister, Nate. What would you do? I'm not gonna be. Talking like this. Sure, sure. I'm sorry, what, who, who got touched? But let's go the other way. Uh-huh. Then what? Yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot of... Your stance clearly is a woman's a woman. I could care less. Where on the spectrum they last? You're going to hell, jail, you're the devil. Got it. Well, yeah. Too- but a lot of people don't feel as concrete about it as you do. Sure. <laughs> That's why they can look at a gun-toting American, mm-hmm. licensed and registered with the NRA... And say police shouldn't shoot him. Then see the picture of who it was and go, ah. I understand why he was afraid. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, let's not act like we're only judging in some cases. People are judging Bill Cosby with the same comb as they're judging uh, Philando. Sure. The black one. Uh-huh. So, to me, this is two different cases. And what the difference is, is money and power is in one. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm acknowledging. If if Bill Cosby's case, if you think it's a hung jury and you think and you think in any way it's affected by his celebrity mm-hmm. or his lifelong achievements and what he's accomplished, if you think that's affected it at all, first of all, I don't know how they found a jury that's not has been exposed to Bill Cosby. Sure. That's of his peers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had twelve that's they, why it's in Pennsylvania. If you it's say Amish, twelve Amish. <laughs> right. If you if you <laughs> say he's powerful them. enough to potentially affect Bill. even if it's not direct indirectly affect a hung jury. Then you are in. You are also saying that he's powerful enough for all of this to be assembled to destruct that power. You can't say one my, without the other. I mean, you can, but to me, that's he, hypocritical. Here, here's my here's my stance. The same system did both men dirty, and I can I can understand and and come to terms with that. But I don't care that the system got Cosby. I because I. Find him. I believe him to be guilty. I do not believe sixty women came out here and lied on one man. I don't believe that anyone keeps this up for like twenty plus years. Like I just, I don't buy that. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. This is totally from me asking questions. Mm-hmm. Why did the women wait so long? That's a that's women, a real that's a real concern. Sure. That's a real people are. Well, why didn't they just say anything? 
Well, women typically wait because there's a lot of confusion after you've been assaulted. It's not like when a man gets in a fight and afterwards you either feel like, okay, we resolved this issue or like, F that dude, I got to go like get him now in some way. I need to turn him over. Like sexual assault is a personal and terrible thing to have to come to terms with yourself first admitting that it happened am i guilty or not and then we see the amount of women whose cases are overturned who even if you go right after and get a kit done and and can point out your attacker a lot of times nothing happens so it's frequent that women are just like screw it like i'd rather distance myself as much as i can i mean so talk about that so how many of these women got paid out I could not tell you off the top of there's my head. There's a bunch. There's millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a reason for taking that money, too. That money can start your life over. That money gives you an opportunity to move far away from the place you were attacked. That money gives and you space with, to and create And that money stuff. gives you conditions, too. Absolutely, it does. Absolutely. But I can't be mad at those women for either, A, like, initially taking the money, mm-hmm. or B, looking at that money and going, like, this, he can still go out there and hurt other people. Yeah. And whether you... So I had a conversation. Now, I, now by no means am I... now. Please be smart enough and intellectually, intellectually uh, capable. Yeah, to understand this talking point because this is a conversation I had. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a friend in Washington State. In Tacoma. we get it, you're from Washington State. Listen, <laughs> no, nah, but but dig this right. She's my homegirl from Tacoma. They should really. She you. was raped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She had a situation where she was at the club. She met a guy. Everything was fun, and it was light, and they got drunk and had a good time. They went to go eat. Then they went to go back to her house, and then things got a little blurry as far as, you know, passing out type stuff, Mm -hmm. and she came out of being passed out to them. They were having sex. Mm -hmm. She was partially okay with it, Mm -hmm. and then later on, she reflected on it, and she was like, it's messed up because I didn't – this happened. Yeah. Yeah, I probably threw it back a couple times, but at the end of the day, I never said yes in the first place. I was mm-hmm. okay with just being left alone, him leaving my house, I fall asleep on the couch, and come to find out I had sex. And I was like, so did you pursue that? Like, mm-hmm. did you call the police? Did you get a rape kit? Did you do all She's like, I didn't need a rape kit. I, I know my vagina. Mm-hmm. It got beat up. I said, okay. So did you pursue this in the court of law? She says, no, I didn't. I said, why? She said, because I don't want to ruin his life over one night. Mm-hmm. I said, really? I said, well, where is he now? She's like, I don't know. I've never seen him again. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? She said, yeah, he had kids and everything. I said, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'm thinking with my inquisitive self, what if you saw him more? Mm-hmm. What if this was your coworker or somebody who was a co-star on a show? Or what if he was a Seahawk? What if you had to watch him every Sunday and people were wearing his name on their back at your house during a party? Right. She's like, yeah, no, I would have turned it in. Because I have to look at it every day. So I can see that I can apply that to the Bill Cosby thing, right? To where they say, oh, I don't want to because of that. But then her reasoning is shattered by the fact that Bill's everywhere. Yeah, but that's one victim, Nate. That's not fair to apply to I can't apply it to everybody. But what I will say is I think that I'm answering your question. When you say, why did they wait? I think his relevance grew. I think relevance in regards to that specific title. To that specific interaction with women made it so relevant. It was like, you know what? I wasn't going to, no, and I have my own reasons. At some point, but there's enough of us now, Cosby show, and, sure. and, and and I need to and I need to say this. Solidarity is is something that absolutely. Well, need can to I say forward. something also though? Alone. Yeah. So I could see that when it comes to the conspiracy theory, can I say something that's sensitive to Nate? But Nate's talked about it before. Nate was accused of rape once. And no, I wasn't accused of rape. 
you were accused of something. I was I was accused of sexual assault. A sexual mm-hmm. assault. And and it's very clearly, important. It's sexual assault. Uh, panties are still on everybody. Hold on, but can I say why? And it was it came down because the young lady in question mm-hmm. needed an excuse. Yeah. Because of her poor grades. Yeah, because if you have a hardship, you get your grades expunged for this. And semester. that really came out. And I've if her seen friend this didn't come out, but I, I, I didn't know at the time. I had friends who had a college roommate who did the same thing. Yeah, but like I, I a didn't. guy and that we all knew and hung out know. with. And that's now, what I'm not, not to slander the girl or try to get some stuff to resurface because this thing has already been put to bed. But that was that was her motivation. Mm-hmm. But grades never came into question when we were going through. Our of course court not. case. So I go to Whitman County Court, which is the county that the the, the, the that the situation supposedly happened in, mm-hmm. and the judge throws it out. Mm-hmm. There's women there representing battered women, uh, a battered women organization. And they say for use of the word no, or when you can say or do it, or for your sense of comfortability sexually, please go see them, and they can give you counseling on how to have interactions. Mm-hmm. But from what we understand, you said you were uncomfortable, or you said you didn't want to do it, and he stopped. Right. And that's where this is done. And he walked out. But that's that's and a he and, and, But listen, and I walked out. He yeah. walked out and then, he then the, the the school says we want to look at this with a finer tooth comb. Right. Because the school has to do okay. So to to from the Say school. This, to, yeah. Because I'm not just gonna end that where people are like, So did you so so uh there was complications with how my case was looked at. Mm-hmm. And this happens to a lot of people. Yeah. They told me somebody, they told me we'll do it in two parts. We'll do the young lady's part, and then two weeks later, when your father and legal representation can be there, we'll do your part. Mm-hmm. Cool. I show up with a notepad to take notes because mm-hmm. I'm just listening this day. Mm-hmm. Somebody isn't able to make it in two weeks. We're going to have to do the whole thing today. Mm-hmm. What about my representation? What about my support? No, that's bullshit. And they ran the whole case. And they ran the That's whole case bullshit. with him by caught and, off guard. Yeah. And, and he I, could have sued. He could have sued and won yeah, a lot of money. This still was, could. This still could. Clearly. We have a huge binder 100%. of everything transcribed. A hundred percent. And it has no less than 50 little tags in it for inconsistencies in the different mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. And we, I just said, forget it. Yeah. But, uh, so, I didn't even I didn't even get a cue. Because they don't have, this is, this is a school. They can't, you're not going to. The court already said it's nothing. Yeah. All I can do is like get in trouble. Yeah, they can expel you. That. Or suspend so you. they said, well, you'll be suspended. You can come back here at the end of, or the next semester or whatever. Mm-hmm. We appealed it. Yeah. They said, all right, fine. You, it, uh, they acknowledged all the inconsistencies, said, you know, there is something wrong with mm-hmm. this story. The court did throw it out. You are innocent. Mm-hmm. And you can come back to school immediately on academic probation mm-hmm. at a 3.97 GPA. It yes, made me like, I'm like, the person who's going to be talking to me about, Academics is going to have lower grades than me. Had a, had a one point seven or something. Whatever, Craziness. but they're just filling in their hours. Yeah. My fraternity, uh, the chapter represents multiple universities in in the area. Mm-hmm. So I just talked to my line brother and was like, "Is it cool at your school?" And he was like, "Man, it is lit." Mm-hmm. So I called over to them. I was on the phone two minutes and got accepted fully mm-hmm. with grants and everything to Eastern. So, so I, I just can, went to Eastern. I can hate that that happened to you and understand. The course of events. Now, what happened at the end there where they were like, screw your representation and your time to prepare for your case is absolute garbage. That's not how anything is supposed to work. But I can also say that, like, when you walk with a friend through the steps of of first saying that you were raped and then reporting it and then having to go through the school, like, it's a whole long process. And initially, anyway, I feel like the school took the right steps. Like, after the court case, you know, now we have to decide what what should we do? Mm-hmm. Do we have, because we have a responsibility to protect our students. Right. 
the court has to do without a reasonable or you can't convict without reasonable doubt but the school's not the same way I had no issue with the school saying let's look at this with a finer tooth comb mm-hmm. I knew what had happened in real life I knew what had happened on mm-hmm. paper I knew what the judge had already said like mm-hmm. I was like this is literally I, I, I was to the point I was like I don't even know why she's still at this mm-hmm. what in the hell I don't even see this girl yeah, and, I've, and, I've and dealt then with it girls. comes out later. I don't say girls. Today. Zero, Girl. zero, one, something crazy low mm-hmm. grades, and was just trying to get, and I was just low hanging fruit. I was just low hanging fruit. Well, I, I can hate that that happened to you, and still respect that most women are not lying. Oh no, no, me too. Don't think that that makes me you. super subjective in saying that this is why I semi defended Bill Cosby today. Most of that is because we're doing a talk show and we got to represent all sides of this thing to make it entertaining. Spoiler alert. The other part is I can go through what I went through and still say there's definitely something wrong with 60 women saying this particular person did something to me. Mm-hmm. Everybody not trying to fix their grades. Right. Okay. They may have different motivations. It could be money. It could be politics. It could be could, 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 could. At some point, he's at least. Three rapes in. He's at least. Three rapes. I was going to say he's rapes. at least motorboated somebody against their will. He's got. He's at least a finger and a butt. Like something. Sixty women. Furthermore, what I don't like, I was watching. Um, I was watching. Uh, I was working out, and while I was on the treadmill, yeah, I'd work out. I was watching uh, some interviews with some of the women, and it was extremely believable. Like they had won me over, and their stories were all extremely similar. In which, like, which room of the house it would pop off in, mm-hmm. how the beverage would present itself, uh, how they would, what they would see through the cloudiness was all the same. Like he had a particular position that they all described. And that's when I was like, golly. That's real. You know? And that's real. And then going to the conspiracy point, the other side is in 1993, the United States goes to war with Iraq over the testimony of several groups of young refugee girls who speak about attacks and rapes and vicious from people uh, in the United Nations right? from people in Kuwait at the time mm-hmm. uh, who come to the United Nations and go to Congress and speak on behalf of these refugee camps and it was heartbreaking and they turn out to be hired actresses really what? that is a true I didn't story know that. that I did not just make up hired by who hired by I don't know if I'm really supposed to say but ties to companies that are run by vice presidents of the United States, possibly, and oh, Halliburton and Kuwait, because war makes war oil makes money and oil companies. That mm-hmm. is a true. That is not my opinion. That is something you can look. If you right make up. guns, yeah, war is big business. Hell yeah! And the 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 main girl, the girl who sold it the most, happened mm-hmm. to be the daughter of a diplomat of a. It was really. I mean, that's, that's a up. real thing that happened. So that's why. Why we we feel like as people we live in the matrix and we just don't trust anything because Philando Castile happens and we're like, well, maybe they set him up and we get happy when O.J. Simpson gets found not guilty because it's like finally one of us wins. Mm -hmm. And it's just so sad that we live in a world that way, man. Now, I'm not I, I, I say we do this whole episode to say. I say. It's not that I feel like Bill Cosby's innocent. Uh, he is, or he's a hung jury, but I'm I'm also a hung jury on it. My court of public opinion is hung on this particular case. That's my whole point. 
I wouldn't go as far as to saying he's the devil. I would say in regards to 60 women having corroborating stories without having talked to each other and all that, and I don't know if there's been any influence or in any power, money, or politics influencing these stories, that something is awry, and it's not angelic. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. What do you guys think? Tell us below in the comments. Put it below. in the Let comments. No, we we always want to talk about more. Let's There's a get lot it. more. But we love hearing from you. Please write us, share us, subscribe to us. And don't be starting out your comment. We love you, Joyelle. First of all, no, you go ahead okay. and just say your opinion <laughs> and let's chop it up down below. You can say right. well, people love okay. us too. People love us too. Okay, there's comments. I bet they. Lo- I bet they love you. It I goes in bet. The DM. Oh, they slide in. Oh, shout out to the DM girls. <laughs> you know you are. You're in there. What up, Olivia? Oh, by name. That's what's up. All right, so um, we're gonna wrap the show. Um, we have other stuff we're gonna talk about. We'll roll it over next week because this stuff will still be fresh. Uh, I've been Mr. Nate Jackson. Please follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Check out my website, natejacksoncomedy.com. Come catch me live. This uh, type of dialogue is heavier than the joy and happiness I want you to experience at a show. (laughs) This is to just make you think and laugh with a little bit of humor mixed in. But on stage, it's to make you younger. Because laughter is seven years onto your life. That's what's up. I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran, all across the social atmosphere. And my comedy is actually tragedy. So come check me out. Mondays and Thursdays, 10 p.m. at the Laugh Factory. Fridays and Saturdays, 10 p.m. at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. We will be having the headlines with headliners show soon. We will all be coming to a, a city near you probably pretty soon as well. Hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com every Wednesday at Schmoes No. If you head over to the uh, Mary Sue right now, you can check out my article on the color purple and recentering black women in that conversation. And then tomorrow, my new article on Bill Quist and how the television show handled her better than the novel American Gods will be on the Mary Sue tomorrow morning. When are you performing that? I don't <laughs> perform. <laughs> July 6th through the 9th, Atlanta sure. Uptown Comedy Corner. Be gonna, there if you live in Georgia. You're going to be performing next week when we make you sing. I'll tell you that. Headlines or headliners, Kanisha, we love you. Love you, Nene. Come back. Right here. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.